All right, shall we go? Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Reimagining Work from Within. And today I'm so excited because I'm joined by a very awesome leader that I've had the pleasure to work with for the last couple of years. And it's Meredith, um, the head of people and culture at an organization called Covers. Hello, Meredith. Hi, Nikki. It's great to be here. Thank you for being with us. I will give you a moment to introduce yourself shortly as well. But let's just say a little bit more about Covers. Covers is an organization that is headquartered in Halifax, Nova Scotia in Canada. And they're all about fueling thriving sports betting communities. They are an organization that are naturally culture first and values driven. And they really see this as a differentiator of putting themselves out there in the marketplace. They have an ambition to become the trusted partner to level up every sports betting experience. And it's been wonderful to work alongside them to really step into that ambition. But I will pass to Meredith to share a bit more about herself and about Covers. Sure. Thanks, Nikki. So I joined Covers a couple of years ago, and it was an exciting opportunity to grow a business on the East Coast of Canada and, you know, a great chance to be part of something really exciting in an industry that is growing exponentially. And as you said, the fact that it is very much culture first and people driven was a big you know, motivator for me in terms of, you know, getting a chance to join this team. In terms of myself, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the mug that I am drinking out of right oh, now. Nikki, yes, please. Do so. <laughs> something that our team did this year, which was a bit of a team builder and an opportunity to kind of recognize each other. And so we created personalized mugs with ways that we would describe each other. And so mine says, number one, aspiring monk. And that is because I, over COVID, connected with a number of Buddhist monks and actually started meditating with them. And so they've been a big part of my life over the last couple of years. And so that's something that's you know well known about me within my team. The next thing is frizzy hair wrangler, and that's because I have naturally, naturally curly hair, and the struggle is real. The struggle right. is real yes. to be able to keep it in check. <laughs> uh, and then the third is cat herder, cat herder. Uh, which is just the fact that we are often drawn in a bunch of different directions, and therefore, you know, my role is really to help bring everybody back to what's grounding us here. And the last is the positive one. And that's really something that I try to bring to the team in terms of looking at the future and having an optimistic view and really seeing the bright side in every situation. So it's a little bit about me. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing so personally as well and giving a real insight into you. I'm not sure if I knew all of that about you, but <laughs> the positive one, I definitely recognize in you and you you are you are a positive one and always championing that in others as well and you're so incredible at always looking at it also from the bright side if it might not be so bright 
So thank you for, for bringing that to our work together. And I love that idea of like, hey, let's create a mug like that is personalized and to recognize each other. And I think that is such a brilliant segue into what we're actually talking about here today. So I really want to touch in on employee experience and especially around the kind of meaningful work, what makes it rewarding, how do we value each other side of employee experience. So when we were chatting before, before we started recording around what is important to you around a podcast, you mentioned that you wanted to spark ideas and also give inspiration and some clear takeaways. So I think that is exactly what we're going to try and do today. So let me just start off with asking you a question. What does meaningful work mean to you personally? So for me, I really, it comes back to the fact that we spend so much of our lives at work and, you know, apart from sleeping, sleeping is a big part of our lives. Very important that, part. Is <laughs> very important. It is work. And so having an opportunity to really shape that work experience for people, it absolutely impacts lives. It makes such a difference in people's personal lives, in their you know, their work lives and in their own personal and professional development. And so that's what brings me meaning. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I think it also that answer for me goes right to the heart. I think why we enjoy working with you and why we enjoy working with the team at Covers, because you hold also that as a fundamental belief and the, that, that it's so important. So what does it mean at Covers then, meaningful work? Would you add anything mm. else to that? Well, it's interesting because when we started kind of diving into this, we had a new leadership team in place and we wanted to kind of align around the broader purpose of our business. And so we went through an exercise to really, you know, question and probe, you know, what impact are we bringing to the community? And that's where we got to that place of saying it's about creating a thriving sports betting community, bringing it out of a stigma that once existed and making sure that people have great insight and tools and education around both how to bet and also where they can do and do that, you know, go and bet with reputable partners. And so that became something that we really felt was important and meaningful. But at the end of the day, that's not necessarily going to be every individual's purpose. It's not necessarily going to bring everyone meaning to their work. And we recognize that it's not a one size fits all, you know, in, when it comes to meaning at work. And so, you know, one of the things that I noticed when I joined this business and started talking to people was so many people actually said they were doing their dream jobs. And when I asked why, the themes were twofold. One was, I get to work in sports. You know, I have loved sports my entire life. This has been a dream. This is what I get to work in. And the other was, this is an incredible team. I love the people that I work with. We really enjoy working together. You know, there's such great talent here. And that means everything to me. And so those two kind of themes have been really strong throughout. And so when we started to grow our team, you know, one of the things that we brought right up to the front in terms of our recruitment efforts was to talk both about the vision of the organization, but also the values. 
and how important the team is here and how important, you know, that desire to be part of an all-star team, that desire to build your game needs to be if you're going to find meaning, you know, in working here. And so that's helped us to really bake that into the team as we've gotten bigger and to make our culture stronger and more aligned around you know, those, those bits that are so fundamental and have been what has kind of set us apart up until now. Thank you for, for sharing that, Meredith. And I love that, that there were two clear things that stood out for you, right? It's one is about the industry, like I get to work in sports, right? And that is what makes it meaningful. And the other is around, I get to work with an awesome team. And that's the other thing that makes it makes it meaningful because you're right. Like people join your organization and they might not be in sports, but they still very much love working at covers and find a lot of meaning in their work. And you have captured the essence of that, like the essence of how you work together in your values. So I'm not sure if you want to say a little bit more about that or the importance of the role of the values in your organization. Sure. I think, you know, as we were growing, what we wanted to make sure that we were doing was building a diverse team. And so we didn't want to just attract people who were fanatical about sports. We wanted to make sure that we were bringing on people who had different perspectives and different voices. And therefore, you know, we really highlighted the fact that this is an organization where you can grow your career you know, that really you can build your game essentially and that we're going to give you those opportunities. We're small enough that we're not too siloed and therefore you can get exposure to different parts of the business. You can learn in different ways. You can have access to anyone in the business and they encourage that. So that was a big part of, as we were kind of building out our team, was that that notion of growth and that being something that was really important. The other is around, you know, caring about making things better, elevating the experience, whether we're, you know, serving up our internal customers or serving up the community externally, we are constantly trying to improve and trying to make things better and listening to feedback. And so that was something that we made sure that we were emphasizing and was important to people when they came in. And that has nothing necessarily to do with sports, although if you're really good at sports, you know, you're building a muscle, you're training, you're practicing. And so there's a little bit of that that's that's kind of baked into into how we work here, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the other is around playing with passion. And so we would ask people, what what did you learn during COVID? What new hobby did you take up? What's the, you know, kind of latest thing that you've gotten involved with where you've gotten energy or you've learned something and and you know, taken on a new hobby. And so that really helped to emphasize for people that that's something we encourage. It's not just about what you're doing at work. It's about your personal life and making sure that you make a priority to have, you know, that kind of balance or work-life integration and wellness and focus on well-being that we really emphasize here. Again, kind of like sports, (laughs) important to, you know, be at the top of your game and continually conditioning. You know, and so that's something that that we've we've emphasized with people for sure. Yeah, lovely. And it's been great to follow your journey with your values as well. Like from the very moment that we we supported you with shaping those to like the evolution of it as well more recently, and how you really hone in on the things that are really important, like really matter, and sharpen up the behaviors that sits with that. And I also know that you're making certain promises around what 
meaningful work is as covers. So what are you saying in that space? What are you promising as part of your employee experience? And some of it, I guess we've already touched on, but that being part of an all-star team is part of our promise to the group. And so much goes into that from who we're attracting to who's choosing to stay with us. You know, that's what makes us an all-star team and making sure that we're all bringing as much as we can to the team. You know, that's that's been a big promise and one that we, you know, continuously, you know, really, really care about. The other one is around taking care of each other. And I can't tell you the number of times we've actually said, you know, we have to do this. We have to look after each other. This is really important. You know, when people have had things that have come up in their personal lives, everyone rallies together. It is a real kind of family first sort of orientation within the team that says, you know what? When your family needs you, when your personal life needs you, we need to support you in making sure that you can make that a priority. So the we take care of each other promise is one that I think definitely sticks out for people. I've had lots of people come to me and say, that's everything. That's everything. Knowing that I have the support of my team, you know, that just allows me to be so much better at work. So that's, that's one that personally I've, I've, you know, really, really stood behind and seen it in action so much. The other is when you grow, we grow, which again, comes back to some of what we were talking about around, you know, building your game and giving people the opportunity to own their growth. You know, it's so, it's so personalized. It's so individual. You know, and it's, you know, lots of talk now about it's not a ladder, right? It's, yeah. you know, your your career growth is is meant to go in lots of different directions. And what can we do to help you steer it in the way that's going to be meaningful and going to be motivating for you? So those are those are some of the core promises. And then the last one is around getting an opportunity to do work that matters. And mm. as we know, coming out of the pandemic, there was so much self-reflection around purpose. And, you know, that's what led a lot of people to make decisions around changing careers or changing, you know, businesses. And so being able to really hone in on what matters at an individual level and then giving people opportunity to work on that has been something that, that has been really, really important. You know, one example of that is having hackathons where people can stand up a team, they can form a team. Anyone, everyone is encouraged to participate. I joined a team even and, you know, realized that, you know, there's a lot that goes into development and engineering and <laughs> taking a product from the very beginning to, you know, that stage where you can actually demo it for the team. It was an incredible experience, a great way to get to learn the business, get people an opportunity to work on something that they would otherwise never work on. And through that, you know, we've actually been able to put things into production, right, that have been just these sort of passion projects for individuals on our team. So things like that, where people can really do something that is exciting to them, uh, is aligns with their interests, that makes it that makes it so meaningful for them. The other is connecting, you know, everyone's work to broader business goals and yeah. aspirations, and just coming back to that on a regular basis has been 
you know, really, really something that we've tried to build a discipline around with the team so that they understand how important their work is and how it's connected to, you know, where we're trying to, where we're trying to head as a, as a broader team. Hmm. Amazing. I could go on and on, Nikki. Yeah, I, could go I on. know. I know. Because what I what I love about what you're sharing is that those are not empty promises that you're making. Like those promises are being lived through some of the examples as you've just shared with us, right? And they are really come come to life in that way. So there is a lot of kind of proof in the sis in your system as an organization that really shows that you're practicing those promises in action, which is so wonderful to hear. And I love how you actually sort of start to paint a picture of like, okay, our values is how we, how we work together as a team. Like we have our employee experience that's very much rooted in, in, you know, being there for each other, caring for each other, doing like work that matters. And all of that comes together in how you are living your purpose around fueling thriving sports betting communities. And you can see all these component pieces really playing a, a role in your culture. For us, part of meaningful work is, is all about feeling valued. And you, you already touched on that briefly around the impacts that people make in, in, in the business and how, that's, how that is showing up or how they are able to make an impact. What are other ways that you celebrate the impact that people make or the value that they bring to the team? So I have to tell you about one of my first experiences. Okay, in please do. The <laughs> <laughs> and it was in the heart of the pandemic and therefore everything was virtual, which is, you know, challenging when you're coming in as the head of people and culture to really get to know people and to get a sense of how things work and how people connect. And they had organized a holiday year-end celebration. And this, I was, you know, brand new into the organization. And so this was sort of my first real observation of how this team, you know, gelled and really connected. And so part of that celebration, first of all, was a ton of banter. So much banter within this group that, and it was hilarious. Like they were just <laughs> feeding off each other in the chat and poking fun at each other. And you could see there was such a trust built that just made for a really, really fun vibe, even in this kind of virtual world. And then there was a ceremony around inducting two of our longer standing employees into the Hall of Fame. Okay. And so with that, I know it's. It's quite, it's quite a significant milestone. It's for people who have been with the business for around 15 years, which is pretty amazing that we had yes. a couple of people who were being inducted into the Hall of Fame at that time. And it was so heartfelt. Someone was identified who had a personal connection with them, who had worked with them for a period of time to do the speech. And they teared up. They told stories, they celebrated achievements, and then the people who received, you know, their induction, you know, also said a few words about what the experience has been like for them and how meaningful it has been and how much the team means to them. And I cried. <laughs> it was so real. It was so authentic. It was, you no, know, just... There wasn't, it, there wasn't a monetary value attached to it. It was all yeah. about just the heart of this yeah. team 
and recognizing that. And it was, it was an incredible moment for me going, okay, this culture is special, you know, to see that kind of ceremony and see that kind of reaction and just everyone celebrating together. And so we've tried, we've really made an intentional effort to incorporate that into all of our team connect. So we do what we call a monthly opening pitch which uh-huh. is just to set us up for the month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's to do a check-in on how we're doing against our goals. It's to you know, bring people together for a bit of fun, a bit of camaraderie. And we now have introduced something we call home runs. And so as part of it, we're recognizing people against our values. So anyone can nominate someone on the team for a home run for that month. And then they get highlighted. They get their own sort of special kind of recognition in the meeting. And we did it this past month. And the person who was recognized was so blown away and so grateful. And it meant the world to them. And it's just, there's, you can't, you can't, it's hard to describe unless you're part of it, the value that people receive from that kind of recognition. And it's just their peers, you know, who are putting their name forward and saying why, you know, the, the work that they've done or the contributions they've made has mattered and how it connects to the values and the things that we really care about here. And so it has gone a long way in terms of, you know, just highlighting people also that sometimes maybe fly under the radar, even though their work is really important, it may not have the same profile as, you know, some of the other team members. And so it's a great chance to, to really profile different people across the business. We also are so fortunate in that this year we're going to be having our second all-star week, which involves bringing our entire team together from across the country uh, for about (laughs) three days. We're we're taking over a resort here in in outside of Halifax. And at that event, we're going to be actually giving out awards. And so we have awards for each of our values. And we also have an MVP award for someone who really has demonstrated all of the values throughout the prior year. And so this is, again, nominated, you know, for for work that has happened, you know, contributions that have been made over the prior year. And they get to have a very personalized caricature created that has all kinds of just reference. Yeah, just references to their favorite sports team, their favorite food, something funny that has happened, you know, where they're from, things they care about. And so it's you know, the amount of detail that goes into that, it just shows, again, how much we know each other and how much we value, yes. yeah. not just the role that you bring in the business, but who you are and, you know, who you are in your personal life. And we know that all of that matters in terms of what you bring to the team. We also have participation awards, which are meant to be purely really funny awards. You know, anybody can nominate anyone you know, based on something funny that's happened, based on maybe a quirk that they have that they're known for. And so that I think might have been, you know, one of the one of the highlights from last year's All-Star Week for sure, because there were so many laughs. And again, it's all about, you know, just the fact that people really know each other and celebrate, you know, 
it's, you know, a lot of the things that we do that that make us unique and the the funny moments that happen throughout the year that people can never live down oftentimes. That's, you know, that's going to be surfacing up in the in the participation awards this year as well. <laughs> that sounds so fun. And like, I'm, I love, love everything that you just shared. Like, a few things really stand out for me. First of all, the passion on your face when you speak to this, Meredith. Like, it's just so inspiring. And I I love seeing that. Obviously, our listeners won't be able to see your face, but in that way. But I, I can truly see that you're speaking from the heart. And, you know, that I think that brings me to the next kind of thing that really stands out to me is the humanity that you all bring to your workplace it really is super authentic you really are so like in it together I'd say and like how you back each other and how you celebrate each other like from working with you I I know that I know that to be true and know that to be very authentic and that humanity is yeah is so important and I'm really in awe how you you do that as an organization because I think this exact thing is where where many where many organizations sometimes struggle. How do we bring this about, especially if it's maybe more hybrid workforce and there's some remote work in there? How do we how do we do that? So thank you for for sharing that. The other thing that stands out is the creativity that you bring to it, right? Like as an organization, you have fun with it and you bring creativity. Like obviously you're in the world of sports, so sports references are quite easy for you to hook things on, but how you bring that to life with things like a personalized mug, like you were sharing earlier, or the kind of caricatures and the awards, that's just, you know, you can have fun with it. Like, you know, so it doesn't have to become this thing that is like, oh, we need to do this as an organization. How are we going to organize awards or like a celebration around our values? No, for you, for you all by, from what I can tell is that it's just a natural way of doing it to bring you creativity to it, um, which is, yeah, so wonderful. And I think there is a clear takeaway here from me around how you bake this into your organization and I I wonder if you have any other thoughts around that like the importance of being intentional about it yeah I I think the the discipline around having these touch points with the business in terms of the monthly opening pitch for example we started it and we stayed consistent so that everyone could expect it. They knew it was coming. They could look forward to it. They knew there was going to be an opportunity to connect with each other. There would be an opportunity to be highlighted or, you know, to be profiled a little bit for the rest of the team. And we also give different voices. So we have various people present in those sessions too, to give just again, to give others opportunity to kind of share their own stories and talk about the work that they're doing that matters to them. So I do think the discipline and the muscle of of creating those rituals or those practices that you just repeat over and over again. We also, another one is we do a weekly bottom of the ninth uh, oh, yes. social <laughs> with that, you know, that people, I, I think they'd be up in arms if we didn't have it one week. Like it yeah. is, we have the same people show up every week. They play games. They make fun of each other in a very kind-hearted way. <laughs> and they just have a blast. And it's that, you know, again, it's just that chance to, you know, have some fun together, 
decompress. You know, we are in a very fast paced industry. You know, everyone will say sports never stops, right? There's always something yeah. happening. Yeah. And so equally important for us to make space for people to, you know, recharge and, you know, and to, and, and to have a laugh. Like there is, there's so much value in that. Something else that we do is we have a monthly newsletter. And one thing that we did is we recognized that we needed to increase the comfort levels with talking about mental well-being across our team. We had done a survey and that was probably one of our lower results. And when you think about, you know, again, what I had just said about it being fast paced and there's so much happening, you know, we have to get to a place where, you know, it's okay to say, hey, you know what, I need to take a break. I need to go and recharge or I'm struggling right now and, you know, I need someone to talk to. And so one thing that we did in our newsletter that also served the purpose of creating connection within the team is we asked people to share their mental health stories. And it was so powerful. We really weren't sure who would be comfortable. You know, it's it's obviously a very sensitive topic for many and one that, you know, there's so much work being done to to kind of get over, you know, that sense of stigma that may have been part of it in the past. And the raw personal stories that came through that, that then created opportunities for conversation and opportunities for connection. We had someone share, you know, a story about a personal loss and how that so profoundly impacted them. And someone else on our team had gone through a very similar loss. And suddenly they knew that they both had something in common and could connect on a completely different level together. And so that was something that, you know, I really felt proud of for our team because it just, you could see that it, it started to normalize the fact that it's okay to mm. not be okay and to share that with the team and to talk about that. And then through that, you get real connections, right? When you aren't pretending anymore and when you feel safe to share that. And then you also, you know, are more likely to get the help and support you need. And so that's been a big focus for us as well in terms of, you know, connection building and just creating that safe space for people. Yeah, absolutely. And through that, like, again, the humanity shines through, right? Mm. How, how do we connect people by being humans and allowing like ourselves to, to be humans in a way where we don't have to be perfect the whole time and, you know, recognize mm. the importance of speaking to, to our mental health and the things we might be struggling with and that actually forming connection with each other. So thank you for sharing that example. And also thank you for being such a fan of rituals and championing the power of rituals <laughs> alongside us. Like we at Within, that is, that is so important to our own culture as well. And we are on a mission to help other organizations also see the power of it and what it can unlock in your organization so thank you for championing that alongside us like many businesses covers is also a growing business whatever growth might mean to you as in your organization and i i wonder like what how do you keep this alive how do you keep some of this going as you develop as an organization and as you scale the business how do you keep it yeah this culture alive and I think your point, the point you just made around ritual is something that that is scalable, 
right? So if you're already in a practice, it doesn't feel overwhelming. It doesn't feel like something new. And so as you add additional people into the team, it feels natural to be able to continue some of those practices. So I do think that that is, a, is really, really helpful when you're, when you're scaling. The other thing I had mentioned was around, you know, baking this into the recruitment process so that people know when they're joining that this is something that we believe in, in terms of, you know, recognition and the strength of the team and the values that we care about. So putting that right up in front, as we were doing a lot of hiring over the last couple of years, you know, the feedback has been, you know, the way that we incorporated the values and the, and the, emphasis that we placed on that. It wasn't just a checking the box at the end of the recruitment cycle. You know, it was very much, uh, this is who we are. This is just as important as, you know, the expert, the technical expertise that you might be bringing to the business. And so at the outset for any business that is scaling, being really rock solid on what matters to the Mm -hmm. business and making sure that you're transparent with people who are coming in so that they know what they're signing up for. You know, at the end of the day, that's in the best interest of the business and also in the best interest of the individual. And so that has been really helpful for us. The greatest feedback that I got last year at our conference was, um, you know, someone who'd been in the business for quite some time. And they said, you know, I was worried when we were going through this significant growth that maybe we would lose some of what has made us so yeah, special and made us such a great place to work. Yeah. And they said, it, we've only gotten stronger. You know, the people that we've brought on are so amazing and they've just added more to yeah. the team that we had in place before, which is the goal, right? Mm. That's the goal is to, is to, as you grow, just add and strengthen and not dilute, which was, of course, my fear as we were starting yeah. on that path to scaling. Yeah. And that's, that's a wonderful example of how like you've actually been through this, right? Like you've, you've experienced a period of quite significant growth and you, as a result, you're stronger and you're, you're getting, you're getting that feedback. So there's some firsthand experience of how to do that right there. Some great examples already, or some great takeaways already given to everyone listening and hopefully people can really take some inspiration from this and try to implement some of this also in their in their own organizations Mm -hmm. what kind of final piece of advice do you do you have for people or for leaders in similar spaces as yourself yeah I would say you know it's really easy to focus on the numbers and focus on the metrics and focus on the harder, you know, firmer aspects of business and making the space and prioritizing those personal connections is so worth the investment. And yet you need to be intentional about it or it won't happen, particularly in hybrid and virtual environments where meetings start on time, they end on time. There isn't that lingering afterwards no. where people <laughs> chat, right? No, it does not it, happen. I mean, sadly, no, I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, if you're not intentional, if you don't incorporate it, one thing that we've done in meetings is start every meeting with a personal and a professional win. 
And so, you know, that just a it's 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 bringing some positive psychology into, you know, into the meeting right out of the gate. But it also just opens up, you know, the whole team to seeing deeper into what's happening in people's lives. And it's quick, doesn't take a lot of time, but that's that's a really simple practice that has worked well for us and, you know, is so easy to implement for, you know, especially for virtual teams who just don't have that casual chit chat that we used to have when we were all in office together. Um, the other advice I'd say is, again, creating space for appreciation and recognition you know, just having those shout outs, you don't have to have, you know, the the tools or the systems necessarily for, you know, to have everyone being able to contribute to a praise board. You know, we do have that, which is wonderful, but you don't need that, right? Just baking it into regular meetings, all hands sessions with the team. People know that they have an opportunity to nominate their peers. That is the best investment you can really make in terms of making sure that people are getting meaning out of their work because they're feeling recognized, they're feeling appreciated. And I guess the last would be, you know, we talked a lot about purpose and the fact that it is just not a one size fits all. And so, you know, the advice I would give is just, you know, beware of the cult in culture and that, you know, you can't expect everyone to come into the business and necessarily relate directly to the mission of the business as being their be all and end all in terms of meaning and purpose. We are all unique. We all bring different motivations to the table and, you know, businesses, we just need to accept that and kind of lean into that and encourage that and find out what matters you know, for, for people at an individual level. Great advice. Thank you. Thank you so much. There's two, two things in particular that I love. It's, it's that idea of like, let's share personal and professional wins, right? Like let's make space for that in terms of human connection. And it's something actually I've recently implemented as well in our, in our kind of UK team here around let's make sure that in our when we get together on our team calls we open with some celebrations and i i really find that that sets the the tone for the for the call and really you know making space for it as you as you're saying is super important the other thing is around purpose because you're right right people what is purposeful to one person might not be purposeful to another but i think it's kind of how do you help your your people in your organization to to find their own connection to the purpose of the organization, right? And people do that in different ways and allow space for that, as you're saying, around that people might need to feel in for it to it a little bit of like what what this means, what this means to them. And yeah, being okay with that as an organization is very important. I'd love to ask some rapid fire questions to close us out, if that's okay with you. Are you up for that? Yeah. I am. All right. So what three words would you use to describe the workplace culture you'd like to lead? So that's a tough one. That's hard to get down to three words, Nikki. We've we've said so many of them throughout (laughs) this last conversation. But, you know, the ones that kind of surface to the top are open you know, just that openness, I think is really important. Caring, we've talked a lot about that and definitely fun. Okay. Open, caring and fun. And yes, your your fun is such a big part of, of the world that covers, I feel. We've had many conversations around that throughout the years. What three words would you use to define the future of work? 
So I'd love to start with unknown, but no, I guess that's, yes. we know that about the future <laughs> of work. <laughs> For sure. I would say purposeful, uh, you know, certainly on the theme of our conversation today. Elevated, you know, when you think about the influence of technology and AI, it just means we're all going to be going to a new level and connected. I think also with the introduction and, and true adoption of some of these technologies, that importance of connection is actually not going to go away. It's going to become so much, so much more important. Yeah, absolutely. And how can we use some of that elevation in, in the AI space to make us more connected, right? And not less. So love, mm -hmm. love that you're bringing that. Which one quality is your superpower? It has to be the one on my coffee mug. It has to be. So I'm going to have to go with positivity. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And which one quality would you say is your area of development? That I would say is patience. Okay. Patience is definitely an area that I am always working on and just taking a breath and really, you know, slowing down and being aware of just what's right here, right now, and being patient with getting to the outcome. Yes, I very much relate to that. It's an it's an ongoing <laughs> journey to work on my patience. <laughs> <laughs> What is your most treasured spot outside of work? The beach, being by the ocean, every chance I can get. Okay, any any particular beach? Well, close to here is a beach called Bayswater that I absolutely love and go there and go swimming. There's one in New Brunswick called Parley Beach that I grew up actually going to every summer and walked the beach and actually met my husband there. So I, oh. I probably should have said that one first. I should have said that one first. Okay, Parley We're Beach. Just, that's the okay. first one. <laughs> oh, that is lovely. Thank you for sharing. I know it was supposed to be rapid fire. Sorry, I'm going off script here myself. <laughs> is there a person or a brand you'd like to shine a light on today? Yeah, I'd love to mention Janice Mortorano. She's the founder of the Institute for Mindful Leadership. Okay. And several years back, I went to one of her retreats on mindful leadership. It was a five-day retreat, and it was absolutely life-changing. She has such an interesting story in that she was a VP with General Mills and just you know, incredible career, incredible contribution to that business, and just worked to a place where she was really on the verge of burnout and discovered mindfulness and actually brought it to Gen General Mills as an entire program. And it got so much traction and did so much good that she actually spun it out into this institute that has brought this practice to businesses and individuals around the world when I was there, there were people from absolutely everywhere that had come to this retreat, you know, with that shared kind of, you know, desire to understand mindfulness and to incorporate it into their lives. And I would recommend for anyone to be able to attend one of these retreats if they're able to. Incredible. Okay, amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Like as a group of people, that's also very much in the space of leadership development. This is a great one, I think, for us to check out and see. Yeah, what is so, 
special about it. Thank you. If you had to pick one song that represented who you are as a leader, what would it be? It's going to be a bit of a throwback. It's going to be a bit of a throwback to like the early 2000s. Oh, um, yes. But Beautiful Day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beautiful Day by U2. Yeah. Do you know that one, Nikki? Yes, I know that one. It's, you know, it's still it's on my playlist. Day. I still, yeah. <laughs> Emily, cut that out. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Don't cut it out, Emily. It's perfect. It's perfect. Bono, are you listening? <laughs> Nikki's here for backup. <laughs> yeah, so that, I mean, it's just a song about being in the moment and appreciating what's what's there. So I love that song. Yeah, lovely. Thank you. And knowing that you went to the Institute for Mindful Leadership. That's a very beautiful connection there with that song too. Okay, well, I think we've come to the end of our recording. Meredith, thank you so much for being with us here on the podcast today and for sharing your wisdom. It's been an absolute pleasure to be in conversation with you. Thank you so much, Nikki. And I always enjoy spending time with you. It has been so wonderful working with you over the last couple of years. And we'll definitely be working together into the future for sure. Yeah. Thanks so much for this conversation. It was a ton of fun. Yes, so much fun. And yeah, great insights into you and your leadership and yeah, the great team that you're continue to build at Covers. And thank you for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed learning about meaningful work and how to really bring that to life in your organization and make, make people feel really rewarded for the work that they do and the impact that they have beyond what usually is called reward in the more monetary sense of that word. So take the learnings from Meredith and the team at Covers and use it as, as inspiration to maybe implemented in your organization. Um, I want to do a big shout out to our podcast producer, Emily. She is behind the scenes, but you never get to hear her, but she's very much here. So thank you, Emily, for being with us today. And if you want to find out more about Covers, the organizations that we've been speaking about today, you can go to covers.com. And we will also link Meredith's, Meredith's LinkedIn to the podcast episode. Tune in to our podcast every other week for more episodes on what's happening in the culture and leadership space, what's on the minds of the leaders committed to change in our community and other future of work content you crave. Reimagining Work From Within is available wherever you listen to podcasts. See you later. Bye.